0: The WYSL stations present the Joe Robock Show. Real talk for real people. Here, here is State, State Senator, Senator Joe Roebuck.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Not only is he back in studio after an interruption of three weeks, here he is on Washington's birthday and his own, Senator Robock.
2: Thanks, everybody. It is great to be back in the studio. Uh, you know, I love YSL. I love the voice of Liberty. I love the dialogue. I love talking about personal empowerment. And uh, I'm just very, very grateful. And just for the record, uh, thankful for all the people that wished me well. I uh, had a successful um, shoulder uh, replacement surgery that went very well. Thank you to uh, Dr. Velocian, all the nurses at Highland Hospital, which did a great job. And I hope you never have to do it, but I could say this now after experiencing it, talking to a lot of people, if you do, uh, that's the doctor and that's a good place to have it at. Um, And we're working through some PT, but hopefully um, next week, I will get clearance on Friday to uh, have my little apparatus off here to protect my shoulder and keep it immobile off and be back driving. And so that'll be great. Uh, I also want to thank all the folks that have reached out to me today on my birthday, uh, especially my lovely wife, Maria. Uh, I'll tell you, your relationships in life are really uh, what makes it worth it. And I never take it for granted. And I'll end before we really get into the show and the purpose we're here for. And I appreciate all the people um, who I've come to know, participate in the show, call in, email, text, whatever, Uh, even just listen. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. And you all um, enhance my life greatly. But today, you know, we're here um, to really talk about how we can move um, things in a better direction. And, you know, again, we're going to focus today with a very good friend of mine. I, I make no bones about it, but he's earned it. You know, we have chaos in state government. I always call it chaos at the Capitol. But you know what the reality is? It's even worse than chaos at the Capitol. They're bringing the chaos back to Rochester, back to Monroe County, all because of poor voting records. I don't know what you want to call it, Uh, untruths, lying, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's just crazy. But the light at the end of the tunnel is that we have people more and more who are recognizing it. And then secondly, people are willing up um, to stand up and try and make a change, win, lose or draw and call right, right and wrong, wrong. And, and that's the trouble today. Not enough people are seeing it. But we have a, a guy who's just no stranger to taking care of people. Uh, Jim Van Brederode, someone who I, I really, I shouldn't even say I like him. He, he has earned my respect in so many aspects of his life, from his police work to being the chief of police to reaching out to people with autism to being involved in not-for-profit world, to supporting vets, uh, to doing so much, even through the Keystone Pipes and Drums to enhance people's funeral ceremonies, services, just really, really has been a community asset. And then to make things even better to me, I'm a political junkie, ran a great race and came so close uh, to beating, you know, Jeremy Cooney, uh, who, I just have to say it, I just think Almost on every major issue, uh, I disagree completely with his positions, his logic, and his voting record. And I really do say this. This is just me, that he is not a foolish individual. So I feel that he is voting what is in his best political interest to make his life easier rather than vote what's in the best interest of the public and to make them safer. And I don't think betraying that trust, uh, anyone that does that to me, should not be in in office. But Jim, I want to welcome you because you ran last time, came very close. And uh, I'll let you tell the story of why you came to the decision. But I will say this before you speak. Uh, Everywhere I've gone and this is rare, especially in politics, Uh, so many people said they were elated, that they felt empowered, that they loved it, that your common sense, public safety approach, expertise and history was going to be available to them to vote for and support then. And it, it almost transcended anything political party, but really that people, based on your performance, your straight, shooter attitude, being a man of the people being out there said they're so happy that someone like you is going to continue to run for office Uh, I think that is a great testimony to you as a human being before we even get to the community and I want to say I agree with all those people and I'm very thankful that you think so much of giving people a choice in public service so amen to that but I'm sure it was a challenge trying to decide whether you're going to do this again or not.
3: Well, thank you for uh, having me back here, uh, and happy birthday! By the way, that, thank that's you. quite an accomplishment.
1: When uh, every year goes by, I,
2: I never thought I'd make it this long. <laughs> Closer to your death. That's amazing, especially,
1: <laughs> especially when he drives around on two wheels all the time. And, he, and by yeah. the way, he does that whether he's on the, the motorcycle or in his car.
3: Yeah. And, I, I wish your listeners could, could see what's happening right now. Joe jo was only talking with one hand. You know, he, I know he it's usually tough. has
2: both hands going at the I'm amazed, same time. He's not but, slowed down at all. This is this is perfect for me. I'm only half italian (laughs) (laughs) so i have one immobile but i still got this hand
3: yeah yeah well i'm glad you're on the mend and and things are going great but uh yeah so look at you know uh the last election was uh you know 2022 things were really bad back then and uh here we sit in 2024 uh, really just a year and a half later and things are absolutely worse today than they ever were but uh you know it it was a big decision um well, it, it's a heck of a commitment out of your life. It's you know, it, it's a nine month uh, process. Uh, so much time and, and energy has to be put into this, and, and, and the sacrifice of my family and and um and financial sacrifices to do this and i i really was on the fence and, you know until the 12th hour you know when, when a decision had to be made and and then you know i gotta I got tell you two three incidents really stuck out uh all in the last couple of weeks that, that just motivated me joe to uh put my name back in here and we, we can't we can't let people go on a Unopposed, and so, you know, we had that incident where, where a fourteen-year-old was in the, you know, the, the comfort and the security of her own home when, uh, when a New York State parole prisoner who was supposed to be under supervision, you know, forcibly went in there and took her out of that house and and raped her and videotaped and it, it yeah, and videotaped it, you know, and, uh, and and here's a guy that was on parole, less is more, she'd never have been out. And I, I I can't believe nobody nobody stood up for that girl right now. One of our state, uh, we know we, we have all these female uh, you know senators and assembly people that all have kids at home. Jennifer Lunsford, Sarah Clark, Samra Brooke Where were they right now? Not one person stood up to talk about what just happened to that girl. It was almost like a sacrificial lamb, you know. Nobody nobody cared, and, and, and neither did the men. You know, Demand, Meeks nowhere, and. Um, that really got under my skin that one day, and then we had the incident down in New York City with the illegal uh, migrants there. Right, they 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 tumbled the two uh, NYPD cops one uh, to court, and uh, that that one photograph just sticks in my head of uh, you know the kid coming out of the city court uh, down in New York City, uh, catch and release, got released with no bail, and he throws the finger at, at the uh, New York State American public. Yeah. throws the finger <laughs> and and there's absolutely nothing law enforcement can do to to put him on a plane and send him back to wherever he came from that's what we would have done five years ago in Gates, right, we have somebody that's an illegal Border Patrol would have came, taken him and uh, they literally were on a plane within 48 hours, sending him home uh, boy, I I don't know Th- that that picture just says it all. The state of where New York is right now, and then we had, uh, you know, uh, Anthony Bottoms was you know the two, the cop uh, parole parolee there. Uh, was was going to give a talk over at one of our our colleges in town and you know that that one's another one right a, a two t- guy killed two police officers back in 1971 down in New York City he gets released on parole now he goes from one of New York state's most maximum secure prisons and he he moves into one of the most affluent zip codes in Monroe County. How does that happen, right? He's not in one of the poorest zip codes. He is living his life, his last decade of life, in the highest affluent neighborhood in Rochester, New York. And you just say to yourself... We have totally lost it, right? These politicians are radicals. Jeremy Cooney does not care one bit about your safety, doesn't care about your family, and neither do the rest of them. And I tell you, we got a great slate of candidates this year that are willing and ready to go to Albany and take back our state before everybody else moves out and before all the banking industry moves out of here. You know, Tom Galasano had it right 15 years ago when he packed up and got the hell out of here in 2009. It was the best thing he ever did. And that was the handwriting on the wall right there. When a guy like that left our state,
2: because that's exactly what we're seeing
3: in 2024.
2: Yeah, it's a, you know, everything you're saying is, is spot on. It's almost like the Democratic elected officials want to make crime pay. You know, it used to be crime doesn't pay. Don't do the crime if you don't want to do the time. They've juxtaposed that completely. And that's exactly what we got to change we got to let people know we're going to do it after the break, what we're talking about, what impacts them, and what we can do to make sure that whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you know who you're really voting for and how they care about you. Stick with us. We'll be back after this break. Joe Robox, back happy
1: in studio with Jim Van Bratteroad for you, you on the WYSL stations. Happy, happy
4: birthday, baby. ¡No!
5: Everywhere you look, details catch your eye. From the sleek body styling to the glossy accents, I'm talking about the brand-new 2024 Chevy Blazer all-wheel drive. You can lease one today for just $2.98 a month. For details, call 1-800-503-9025. Go to BobJohnsonChevy.com. Find new
2: roads. While many local collision and repair shops have been gobbled up by national chains with their impersonal touch, Flower City Collision remains locally owned and operated. The shop was started by a local veteran who taught his son Zach the basics of customer service and providing customers value. Flower City doesn't work with a specific insurance company. They want to be your advocate. If you need a repair, reach out to Zach at Flower City Collision in Henrietta. He will work with your national insurance company on your local behalf to ensure you get The repair you need done right.
6: Are you looking to update the kitchen, bath, or flooring in your home, but don't know where to begin? Whether it's cabinetry, carpeting, hardwood flooring, tile, or kitchen and bathroom remodeling, Claridge Design Center in Paul Plaza is the place to start. Claridge custom designs and builds quality remodeling projects throughout Rochester and Monroe County. At Claridge, the visions and ideas you have for your home are developed with the experienced Claridge designers to make your dream project a reality. And the quality of service you receive at Claridge is second to none. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call Claridge at 889-5800 or visit their website to meet the Claridge team. See examples of their finished work at claridgedesigncenter.com.
0: Join us for the tasting in tapas on Leap Day, February 29th at Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel. Purchase tickets now at bataviaconcerts.com. Receive five courses of food, tapas style while you sample wines from Constellation Brands and learn the history behind them. Tickets are just $60, and you get back $30 in free play. Hotel package is available, too. Just check out BataviaConcerts.com for details.
2: Because we love, we grieve when someone dies. Having a life-honoring funeral service can be a healthy step in your grief journey. Some choose to forego life celebrations, and as with skipping meals, this can leave you feeling hungry. Join the movement to celebrate those you love. The staff at Bartolomeo and Parado Funeral Home is honored to help you design a meaningful funeral service that tells your loved one's story. Celebrate them and help your grief. Call Bartolomeo and Parado Funeral Home at 585-720-6000.
0: Joe Robach. Real talk for real people on the WYSL stations.
1: (laughs) The Joe Robot Show is brought to you by Flower City Collision, Batavia Downs Gaming and Racetrack, Claridge Decorating Center, Faber Homes, and Bob Johnson
2: Automotive. Thanks for sticking with us. We're with Jim Van Bredero. And we are really pointing out it is, you know, beyond time where, you know, everybody listening to this should try to make a pledge to not only be familiar with what their elected officials are doing to them, what New York state has done and how it's detrimental to them. And then try to educate somebody else on voting, quite frankly, for something different. Uh, these almost are not opinions anymore. They are acute problems and challenges we have. And in this regard, As much as it's political, it's not political, it's performance-based. The Democratic Party has really done everything they can legislatively now to empower uh, criminals and take away almost any serious consequences to many of the things that people are concerned with today that are adding to so much more victimization. And no one's called that out uh, more than you. And I've applauded, even before you were a candidate last year, um, being an ally, we had press conferences when you were the chief, to try and rectify some of this stuff. But now that we have years of data, and they know it doesn't work, uh, it's just outrageous. And, you know, even before... They did the uh, bail reform and the catch and release. We had early releases, COVID-driven clemencies of murders, rapists, cop killers. E- you know, how did that work for the system, Jim? Well,
3: I tell you, we, we had a, a murder right here in the town of Gates um, back in the fall. A person was on parole for murder because they have let more murders out in, in the last couple of years, they're, they're, as, as well as closing, closing all the prisons. And, and, uh, and that guess what? The murder went right out, and, and he, he, he committed another murder in the town of Gates. And right. <clears throat> how, how do you explain this to a family? How do you explain this to, to just average New Yorkers? In the middle of their grief, you're trying to explain why this person was even out of jail. And uh, it, it's sickening. And, and that's what motivates me to come and, and work this campaign. This is the people's campaign. We've we got to go down to Albany and, and take back our, our, our state capital down there. <clears throat> but, you know, Joe, I, I just want to talk to you real quick about— my my experience this week, uh, you know, I was in my my favorite box store. Uh, I I shop like at seven thirty in the morning. You know, I, I don't like people around. <laughs> I go into the store; quiet, and uh, I buy my groceries and. I'm, uh, I'm waiting in line, you know, for the person to check my, my receipt at the door. And uh, here comes this other guy, you know, quickly trying to scurry by with a with a cart full of stuff, no bags. And uh, and, and the lady says, excuse me, can I see your receipt? And he flips her off and goes out the door. And, uh, you know, it, it's hard 37 years in law enforcement to sit there and watch this. You know, you, you, you just want to grab the person and take them down to the ground and cuff them and stuff them, you know. But, uh, but you know, the problem is, is there's no effort to try to stop them. Right? The store obviously was not going to. Uh, you know, go hands on with that guy, and, and and they let him go out the door. And so I go outside to watch, you know, to see what car he was getting into, and he's getting into the, this this Honda SUV, loading all the gro- the groceries in that he, that he just walked out with. And, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, Democrats would tell me that, that, that that's poverty right there, right? <clears throat> what I'm watching is, 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 is poverty in action, right? People are committing crimes because of poverty. As he's getting into his, his, his SUV, right? That didn't look like a poverty car. And,
2: uh, but that, that's where we're at. I mean, who would have ever thought in my lifetime that we would allow well, this stuff? So, and you know, I even really do. Well, not just the Democratic Party, but all this anti-police rhetoric and all this rhetoric on that if you're having a tough time, you're not responsible for doing something bad. That coupling of those two issues has led to almost a disregard where we have some people growing up instead of like we did. You got to respect others, pick yourself up by the bootstraps. You get out what you put in hard work, respect for others. Don't live above your means they're, the Democrats have really erased all those good values to now that, you know, we have to look at what the reason is or don't do this. It's better to let people steal than be confrontational. I, I couldn't I'm with you. I couldn't disagree more, but the only thing that's gonna change that is restoring uh some of those ideas that have worked for generations and also changing A lot of these laws that literally do um, empower the criminals. It is so bad that what you said, you want to grab them. Now the the Dems are even making that impossible through these rogue district attorneys who, again, I don't know what their motivation is. I know what their job says in statute. Um, But, you know, we had a Marine that stuck up for somebody else to stop a crime. They want to arrest him. You know, even you talk about from an ethnic standpoint or diversity. You had a Latino bodega owner, sixty something years old, having to defend himself with a knife against a younger perpetrator who totally was hostile. Elvin Bragg wanted to prosecute him. All those things have to change. And if they don't, I'm just telling you, uh the quality of life in New York is gonna change. And I just want to touch on one thing. I don't mean to talk so much because this is really about you and you are really to be admired and listened to for your positions. But another thing that I want people to take away who are listening is we can no longer allow people to make the statement, which they have to me many times. Joe, I, I respect your passion. I don't disagree. But you know what? Where I live, I'm not really worried about that type of crime. Well, guess what? You should be worried about it because people are suffering and people are victims. And I would almost turn it around and go, boy, that's a really callous attitude that because you're not worried about your car getting stolen, your house broken into, your house getting shot up. It's okay that it goes on somewhere else and it's okay that the Democrats do that because they think it's popular. We have to send exactly the other statement. I don't care. Whether you're urban, suburban, white, black, Latino, Asian, whatever you may be, male or female, we have to elect people who have a civility standard where they're not going to let people, uh, more people, get victimized. And I, I think this is what it's about. To me, it's not even about politics anymore. We have to literally create a movement to put back common sense, put back public safety, or... You know, the world is going to be forever changed and there's nothing other than their will that says the Democrats can't join us. But up to now, they've been worse and we're going to go through all the terrible things they've done and they continue to double down and even want to do worse things on you know, minimum sentencing and uh, releasing people based on age. You don't have to—you can pull a trigger no matter what age you are. I, I mean, all their logic is not working. But the real reason is not because you and I disagree with them. is because people are suffering and being victimized for it. That's where the human element now has to be applied to voting and making a standard where whether you're a Democrat or Republican, we're not going to allow men or women— who don't respect people's right to safety, to be representatives. Because it's still an honor and privilege to represent. It's not a party right. It's not about any one individual. It's about doing the job for the people.
3: Yeah, and I, I, I got to believe most, most New Yorkers are uh, do not agree with what's going on. I, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican— uh, people, uh, I don't believe, are buying into this. And, and we're all watching this live. <laughs> Just go out okay. in the public. You're going to see a crime being committed. The chances are very good.
2: But I, I agree, Jim, but we got to get them to connect dots in election time. And that's the charge I want to give the listeners. Talk to your neighbors and friends. It doesn't matter what party. Don't buy. Uh, I'm voting for Jeremy Cooney because I don't like Donald Trump. They don't have anything to do with each other. This is about them doing their job, putting people first. We're going to be back more to set the record straight after this short break with Jim Van Bredero.
1: He's 10, he's rested, he's ready, and his uh, shoulder, uh, well, it's healing. And we also have Jim Van Bredero in studio for the Joe Robach Show on the WYSL stations.
0: Joe Robach, real talk for real people on the WYSL stations.
2: <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us. We're with Jim Van Bredero, former chief of police, community activist, candidate for state senate. And uh, if you have any ideas, uh, advice, support for Jim, uh, feel free to give us a call. At uh, 585-346-3000. But we are going to tell you, we are going to write almost like an essay, a paper on why you have to empower yourself and your neighbors and your family and talk to them before New York gets any more dangerous to live. Uh, That's what we're focused on today.
1: Hey, Senator, birthday boy. I don't think you heard. Uh, We got Keith on line.
2: Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Did not. Uh, I just want to say we're going to go through, you know, the bail reform, less is more, and clean slate. But first, we're going to go to the phones. And, uh, Keith, thank you so much for listening and calling in today.
7: Uh, Today is truly your birthday. You share it with the father of our country, George Washington, February twenty second, 1732. So, they're saying today, February 22, that's why we have... President's Day in February, both Lincoln and Washington, born this month.
2: Always proud to share a birthday with George Washington.
7: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Here's the answer. I, uh, without bragging, have earnestly been listening to the three of you here for the last half hour. Here's the answer. Things in New York State have not yet gotten bad enough. That's the answer. Things have to melt down before stupid people Start waking up and demanding change. Dr. Einstein said the very definition of insanity is doing the wrong thing over and over, expecting different results. So maybe this will help with his campaign. Go to people and say, listen, it's going to get worse. I can do better for you. But until people understand that it really, really is going to get worse, uh, my final comment uh, Assemblywoman Marjorie Burns, who has a show on the station, I hear the frustration in her voice. She's leaving Albany, so I think you would have to answer, just like her. If you get elected, you're going to get in there and be among the true minority. Uh, as with Miss Burns, what are you going to do? A- and the frustration is there with that supermajority. So it's twofold. People have to see and feel, not just see but feel field, things get much, much worse and then you have to say for yourself this is what I'm going to do different uh, And so far as not letting the bad guys take the field. Other than that, good luck because a lot of people in this state are stupid and they will not get up and do anything. Thank you. Bye.
2: (laughs) Keith, you're the man. (laughs) Thanks for your call. You want to join (laughs) in on the call? Again, 585-346-3000 Uh, You know, I appreciate the comment. You know, my thing, maybe because I have so much compassion for crime victims. And earlier in my life, I got to work with a lot of those organizations when I worked for the county and, you know, worked (laughs) along with people in the sheriff's department and Commissioner Ray Santa Rocco. I think things are bad. Um, And, you know, you can't watch TV or anything. Uh, You know, it's all about, you, you know, activism to me. And voting with compassion for what you don't want to happen now. That's where the Dems have juxtaposed. It used to be early in my political career, you got there for what you could do proactively to make things better. Now I think we got to go the other way, and we've got to stop the people that want to keep doing all these things that are making conducive for more victimization and more bad things to happen, Right.
3: Yeah, and you know, Keith, you're absolutely right. Uh, when, when I thought about this, taking on this this campaign, I said, you know, in 2022, the murder rate was out of control. It was that's when we set the the highest murders in Rochester. Officer Mazurkowitz was killed, and and I said, you know, that that didn't motivate people back then to come out and vote. You know, and then and you're you're right. I mean, a lot of the murders were all in the city, and it wasn't affecting the average person living out in the suburbs. Uh, 2023, we had a whole summer full of the stolen Kias and crashes and and smashing into buildings. And and, and it seems to be more far-reaching the the stolen Kia crime spree that we had all summer. And and I'm wondering to see how this is going to play out this November. Was that enough to, to kind of motivate more voters, and, and especially if, if you go and look at your insurance bill coming up in the next year here, you, we're all going to be paying for that little spree we had last summer with all those stolen kias and the buildings that
1: were smashed into. Hey, Chief, did you happen to see the city's uh, bright ideas for how to deal with all the car thefts?
3: Yeah, I saw something on the news this morning with the mayor there. And, yeah, the, uh, l- l- they're
1: going to send a, ster- a sternly uh, worded letter to the NHTSA, the NITSA, uh, to uh, ask them to discipline Kia and Hyundai for making their cars yeah. 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 Well, too well, easy to steal
3: that's what Democrats do, see, they, don't, they don't blame the person responsible, we, we go after somebody else for that, but uh, no you're right Keith I'm, I'm waiting to see what's going ha- to happen and, and then the other thing that I'm kind of waiting to see what's going to happen is with these open borders you know as a law enforcement professional <clears throat> I literally sit here at night thinking uh, uh, worried about what in the world have we just allowed into our country? We, you know, since nine eleven, we've just spent the last 20-plus years uh, securing our, our country and our community and, and keeping us safe from from a terrorist attack. And, that, and now you look at what's going on and I, as a law enforcement professional, you just sit there and you say, I, I can't believe we're allowing this. We, we, we just set us back 20 years on on where we are with security. And, and you got to wonder what's going to happen with all these people that came over here. And, uh, you know, do we have some bad apples in there? And and when and where is it going to happen?
2: And You know, Keith, I get it. You're right. I'm as frustrated as you are. Uh, I don't understand why people aren't demanding and emailing and bombarding these offices of these people, regardless of party affiliation. Where I'm kind of surprised is what how much worse does it have to get? You know, murders are at an all-time high. Auto thefts are at an all-time high. Parole violations are at an all-time high. And all these things and what they're affecting, they're not just numbers. They're people and families who are suffering and getting uh, the crimes applied to to do this. And, you know, I've heard a a lot of Democratic stuff go, well, you know, auto theft is a victimless crime. Let me say this. B.S. If you're right, when your insurance goes up, you don't have a car for two weeks, if you don't have that coverage, you, it is a hassle. But you're a, more,
1: you're a single mom. Right. And and you can't get to work because some dirt bag stole your car. And
2: even more than that, I remember when the carjackings first started exploding, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but even after him... Giving the car keys over to this individual, is they shot him dead. Yeah, he was Richard,
3: Richard from- Shaw. That anniversary comes up in April. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's yeah, like sad. okay, it, you know, now I got to listen to some politician to defend the Democratic Party. Go well, you know, it's really not a, you know, it's really kind of a victimless crime. Or, you know, another thing too. No offense to our governor, whose poll numbers are going down again. But you know, to say that you know we're going to give everybody a club, or some other BS, you know, thing. you got to arrest the people that steal the cars. You can't have these young kids that have stolen 12 cars and 17 cars. Uh, Even at the school that my daughter teaches at, they knew they were on camera. They came in very organized, stole a couple of teachers' cars, flipped off the camera, the security camera and surveillance camera. That's how brazen it's getting. And again, we can reverse it. But we've got to change the law. And to change the law, we need to elect men and women that get the importance of that, not spend all their energy either ignoring the question or pretending like things are getting better because they're not.
3: Yeah, so Here's how politicians lie to you, right? So, so Jeremy Cooney holds a press conference, in, in uh, of all neighborhoods, right up in the Cornhill neighborhood, back in just before election day in the fall, about his uh, he's going to propose this new law on stolen autos, right? right. And, and the news reporter says, "Well, you you realize most of the people stealing cars are like twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years old, right? Are we going to address the juveniles?" And he said, "Absolutely not. We are not going back to the old days of incarcerating kids."
2: Just crazy, <laughs> there you go crazy stuff. But we got to protect ourselves. This is about personal empowerment through one man, one woman. One vote, and we got to get there. Stick with us. We'll be back with Jim Benbrederode after this short break. Yes, that's right. The senator is back in the studio
1: and uh, recuperating just fine. Thank you. Ellen, hang on the line. We'll get to you after the break here on the WYSL stations The Joe Roebuck Show. The lightning flash
4: the thunder.
5: Sure eye from the sleek body styling to the glossy accents I'm talking about the brand new 2024 Chevy Blazer all-wheel drive you can lease one today for just 298 a month for details call one 800
4: 503 9025 Bob Johnson Chevrolet
5: Bob Johnson Chevrolet Bob Johnson Chevrolet go to bobjohnsonchevy.com find
2: new roads when someone you love becomes a memory, the memory becomes a treasure. At Bartolomeo and Prado Funeral Home, the focus is always on how your loved one lived. Bartolomeo and Parado has been helping families create meaningful tributes and celebrating unique lives for three generations. They treat your family like their own, always with the utmost compassion, warmth, and care. When you're in need, call Bartolomeo and Prado Funeral Home 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 585-720-6000
6: your family is growing and it's time for a new home why buy a used house with someone else's style when you can afford a new faber home built to suit your taste and your needs start fresh build new with faber faber homes can customize your home to meet your wishes and dreams visit the faber homes website at faberhomes.com and find the plan of your dreams or a quick deliver home Give Faber Homes a call today at 247-4800 or visit FaberHomes.com for our current incentives. Faber Homes, great homes, great price.
0: Join us for the tasting in tapas on Leap Day, February 29th at Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel. Purchase tickets now at BataviaConcerts.com. Receive five courses of food, tapas style, while you sample wines from Constellation Brands and learn the history behind them. Tickets are just $60, and you get back $30 in free play. Hotel packages available, too. Just check out BataviaConcerts.com for details.
2: Flower City Collision in Henrietta is your hometown body shop, trusted by numerous corporate fleets and properly insured and registered in New York. Flower City Collision specializes in working with insurance companies on your behalf. Having built a culture where they respect the customer and their employees as well, Flower City Collision has assembled the best collision team in the Rochester area. If you need repair, reach out to Zach at Flower City Collision in Henrietta, and he will work with your national insurance company on your local behalf to ensure you get the repair you need done right.
0: Joe Robach, real talk for real people on the WYSL stations.
1: The Joe Robach Show is brought to you by Bob Johnson Automotive, Faber Homes, Claridge Decorating Center, Batavia Downs Gaming and Racetrack, Flower City Collision.
2: We're in our last segment here. Uh, again, back with Jim Van Breda Road. Uh, Before we get into these last final points, let's go to the phones. We have Ellen on the line. Ellen, thank you for listening and calling.
8: Hi. I just want to thank you so much for running for senator. I know it was something that you originally said you weren't going to do. um, But whenever you get discouraged, I want you to think about these people. Virginia McEntry, Marcus C. Williams running for assembly, uh, Peter Vasquez, the Monroe County Clerk. You've got the Women's uh, Republican Federation in Rochester. You've got the Moms for Liberty all around you. And you've got me, and I'm way out here in Avon where nothing is happening, whether I go to a church out here and try to tell them, let's do something. And they say, oh, we're just going to keep to the Bible. And I say, but there's kidnappings (laughs) going on, people in their cars in Rochester 30 minutes from here. We've got to speak up about policies and how they affect our people. It's coming here, and no one seems to listen, including my family. So, please, I'm praying for you. I'm so glad that you're running. There's so many people that are starting to understand, and I just wanted to give you that encouragement.
3: No, thank you, Alan. That does mean a lot, and uh, and, uh, we do have a great support crew and, and other candidates that are here. Um, You know, I will say you're you're fortunate in Livingston County to have Sheriff Doherty out there. Uh, I'm I'm always impressed and and, and so so proud of him when he uh, uses his platform to bring as much attention as he can. Um, That's that's a sheriff who's not... Putting politics over people, and you're fortunate to have somebody down there at least trying to be the voice of reason and and calling out these these politicians on what they're doing to to, to your community down there in Avon and all Livingston County. So, uh, I I always have a lot of respect for the sheriff, and uh, that's what that's what politicians, all of us, need to do who are who are in office. When I was the chief of police in Gates, I used my platform as often as I could. Uh, to, to be that voice for the voiceless, to be the voice for the victims of crime. Uh, Joe and I, when he was a senator, we would stand at many press conferences. Uh, domestic Violence Week, uh, April is National Crime Victims Week. Joe and I would go to all those press conferences and, and, and try to get in front of that camera and, and give our opinion. Uh,
1: and and that, that's, that's the most we can do is just try to be a voice for, for the voiceless. All right. Thanks, Alan. Uh, Ellen. And uh, Ellen's line is open at three four six three thousand. We've got John on the line now. Hey, John, what's up?
9: hey guys hey jim i want to I just heard that you 're running again i, I want to thank you for that because we need good good men and women like you uh, to do this because it 's one heck of an undertaking you 're up against it man and uh, <clears throat> i 'll tell you the last time uh, when when the rBA Rochester business Alliance are, uh, decided not to endorse you in fact, I think they endorsed uh, your opponent uh, I dropped out. Well, I dropped out. And uh, for that basis alone, that was ridiculous. And I reduced my uh, contribution to NFIB, the National Federation of Independent Business. They uh, didn't give any money to your opponent, but uh, they did endorse him. And uh, I, I reduced my uh, dues from uh, $1,500 to $300. So uh, I figure I'll give that to you during this this race.
1: Way to the, go, John.
9: The the thing the thing I uh, I, I want to talk about is I'm concerned about the voter fraud. Uh, you know, nationally it's a it's a huge problem. In the New York Citizens Audit, they've uncovered some really scary stuff in New York State. And I'll tell you, when I voted the last number of times, uh, you know, in, in at my polling place. Uh, my, my. Uh, there were a couple strange things that happened. Uh, one of the things was uh, it kept rejecting my vote. I had to keep having to put it in three or four different times for for it to be taken by that machine. I'm I'm concerned about that. And as you know, a couple of years, I think it was when you lost, we'll talked to uh, Cooney. Uh, that's when they had a blackout. Uh, they weren't. Uh, when I got home after voting uh there was an issue with uh, the internet or something, and they couldn't record votes or they the votes weren't coming in until two or three hours later uh so something's up with it so I think that's a- that's a big concern the other the last thing I'm going to say Jim is uh you're up against it with the media you've got to call out have when you have uh, these uh press press conferences. Call out the Democrat and Chronicle. Call out, when you're on WXXI, call out Evan Dawson for being a biased (laughs) leftist. I'm serious, man, because I I don't know if you remember uh, Ramashwamy in one of the debates. He was phenomenal because he called out the moderators of that debate. Uh, I think they were NBC correspondents. On their bias and, and the messages that they send out, they're in the camp. They're, they're the media complex for the Democratic Party and the left. And I call them out. When you're we're on WXYZ, call Evan Dawson out because
3: that's a problem. No, I, I agree 100. Yeah, percent Thanks, John. Appreciate, right.
1: appreciate the call. Uh, we got uh, we got to squeeze one more in here. Uh, we got Joe on the line. Joe, you got a, about a minute and a half.
9: Okay, no problem, Joe. Uh, Happy birthday, first of all. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, I just want to echo what Keith said earlier. You know, you and I have mutual friends, and whether their uh, companions are, are liberal or conservative, and you try to tell the liberal ones, you know, do you see what's going on around you? And they just still want to bury their head in the sand.
2: Well, And, and you're right, want you're... to acknowledge anything. I just want to get them to focus on public safety for people running at the state level because no one of any stripe, again, urban, suburban, white, black, Latino, Asian, nobody should tolerate legislators that don't care about these terrible statistics, the growing number of people being victimized, almost in every area of crime. And to go out and tell the public things are getting better, aren't that bad is irresponsible. And and I believe evil. So We're with you all, and uh, we know there's a lot of people out there, Ellen who called, John, trying to spread the message. And that's what we got to do. we got to get people to the polls, people who agree with us, have to vote and empower themselves. That's what makes democracy work. That's what will get people like Jim Van Road elected. And, you know, that really is the only solution to me now. I have given up thinking— That the Democrats are going to forego political expedience, kowtowing to their political leaders in New York City and stand up and do something strong on their own. I I don't see that ever happening. So now the only option is other men and women who want to serve, who want to put the safety of women, children, families ahead of anybody's politics, uh, including their own party. So hopefully we're going to get there.
3: Yep. Thank you very much. And it was great to hear from the callers. I appreciate all that support that's out there. Um, you know, I, I re- it really does get ugly during the campaign and uh, I'm looking forward for a good fight and, uh, and I'm sure it's going to be a bloodbath this year.
2: Again, you know, stay tuned because they make it hard to, you know, John's point, the media clouds it. Uh, I believe your opponent, uh, Senator Cooney, you know, clouds the issues on purpose. Uh, You know, if they really had the will to change it, different things would be happening. So we've got to stay the course. We're going to be talking about this uh, many times more between the next election. But we appreciate you listening, calling to all our sponsors. Greatly appreciated. And to all of our listeners, as we always say, thank you. Always strive to do your best and stay proud to be American. Till next time.